0: Beautiful people, good morning, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning in to the morning shift where shift happens. The morning shift is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear friends down at Gatlin Mortuary, where the owner and operator is Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is also a licensed funeral director and embalmer. Gatlin Mortuary can be reached 24 hours a day, seven days a week, by calling area code 229 247 4141. Again, in your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name. That you can trust. It is with sincere sympathy that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Demetrius Davis. Gatlin Mortuary is honored to be selected by his family to serve them with excellence through professional service during this their hour of bereavement. The life celebration services for Mr. Demetrius Davis will be held on Saturday, April the third, at Miracle Temple Church in Adel, Georgia, at one o'clock p.m. Interment will follow in the Adel Cemetery. Public visitation will be held on Friday, April the second, at Mount Olive Baptist Church in Sparks, Georgia. Again, the life celebration services for Mr. Demetrius Davis, age 21, will be held on Saturday, April the third, at one o'clock p.m. at Miracle Temple Church in Adel, Georgia. Interment will follow in the Adel Cemetery. Public visitation will be held on tomorrow at Mount Olive Baptist Church in Sparks, Georgia. If you'd like to send flowers to the family or plant a tree in the memory of Demetrius Davis, you can visit the floral store at gatlinmortuary.com. So beautiful people all this week, beautiful humans, we have been sharing little tidbits from Jesus's journey to the cross and how some of the things that he experienced has left an example for us, what we can expect and anticipate, things that will help us increase our faith, maintain our focus, uh, keep our joy, and prepare for what may be to come in our lives. We have had an amazing, an amazing week And, again, I am so grateful to uh, each of you for tuning in and taking a listen with us uh, on Jesus' journey to the cross as we are in the middle of uh, Holy Week uh, leading up to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, And so, again, it's been lovely. So the first quote that we're going to look at this morning, it says this. People will sell you out. For food, pleasure, and money. People will sell you out for food, for pleasure, and for money. Now, I don't know about y'all, but when I when I think about somebody selling me out, I can see somebody selling me out for pleasure, if that's what it's going to be. I can see somebody selling me out for money, because that's typically... The personal gain that we as humans go after. But I've not really been able to grasp the idea that people will sell you out for food. Um, But in, in looking at it, when you have people who are doing that bad, I guess, or are really that hungry, they'll sell you out for food sell you out to eat. Um, And then the more that I'm talking about it and not just having it in my head, but the more I'm I'm saying it, the more I'm talking, the more is being revealed to me that some people will sell you out to have lunch with someone that they want to get some personal gain from. So I guess the more I I think about it, I can kind of see it that people will sell you out for food, for pleasure, and for money. So when we look at what the word sellout means, when we look at what sellout means, is to betray one's cause or to betray one's associates for personal gain. To betray one's cause or associates for personal gain. If you've ever betrayed somebody for personal gain, you a sellout. You are a sellout, and I know you know we may not be used to it because it's really kind of more of a slang word. Sellout is so a lot of people feel awkward um, saying sellout that somebody's a sellout. But if that's you, that doesn't feel comfortable with calling somebody a sellout, which that's what the definition is—to betray a person's cause or to betray uh, an associate for personal gain. Let's look and focus on betrayal then. Let's focus on betrayal. If sell-out is too hard for you or too difficult for you, let's focus on betrayal. But any time that you done gave up somebody, any time that you have betrayed a person's cause, you're sell out. Every betrayal... I'm getting ready to talk now. Every betrayal begins with trust. People, you're trying to figure out why... Folks are trying, maybe trying to figure out why you're so angry, why you why you're so hurt when you've been betrayed, or when you've expressed that you've been betrayed. People trying to figure out why is it bothering you so much? Or why has it affected you for so long? This is the simple quote that you can tell them. Because every betrayal begins with trust. I'm angry. Because I trusted them. I'm mad because I trusted them. Trust is a big thing. Hear me while I'm talking. Trust is a big thing. So I'm just not mad because they decided to go be friends with somebody else. I'm not angry because, you know, they decided to walk away or they chose. I'm angry because I trusted them. If I didn't trust them, if you didn't trust them, it would not be a big issue. If you didn't trust them, you wouldn't have a problem with it. If you didn't trust them, it's not betrayal. It's not the fact that I'm an an unforgiving person. It stung me because this is somebody who I had confidence in. I'm talking. Lord have mercy. This is somebody that I thought was reliable. This is somebody who I had faith in. So the reason why I'm so bothered is not because I just want to be angry, not because I'm insecure, not because I'm just being petty, but I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and it hurts the way it hurts. Betrayal begins with trust. So when you find somebody who, you know, when they talk, you can feel their pain. When, when they discuss it they end up in tears it's because betrayal hurts because it begins with trust now uh, you if you somebody that you know that wasn't you wasn't cool with that you didn't have any type of relationship you had no confidence in then then, then no I mean you you like okay this is what I expected. This is what I could anticipate. This is what, like we said yesterday, we can go ahead ahead of time and prepare ourselves not to worry about it. That's, that's kind of along the same lines. When, when you don't have any confidence, any reliability, any trust, any faith in a person, it ain't no big deal because you, you chalk it up to the game. This is what happens when you deal with this type of person. But it's a completely, I'm talking, it's a completely different ball ballgame. Mm, my God. When the pain that you experience in your life, the heartache that you've experienced in your life, comes because you were betrayed by someone who you thought was a friend. Someone who you thought had your back. Someone you thought would go to the grave with it. So you got to make sure in your life, beautiful people, that you don't become a sellout. I don't want to be a sellout at work. I don't want to be a sellout at church. I don't want to be a sellout in the streets. I don't want to be a sellout nowhere. A sellout is anytime you betray one's cause or you betray an associate for personal gain. And we all, and, and when I said it in the beginning, now it all makes sense, but it's, it's difficult. It's, listen it's hard for a friend when you have somebody that you trust when you have somebody that you believe in who betrays you um for money who betrays you for pleasure but it's even more difficult than to handle if somebody betrays you for lunch hmm You, you mean you violated our trust? You mean you violated our friendship? You mean you, you damned me out for a, a, a half a slab of ribs, some broccoli, Brussels sprouts, every betrayal begins with trust. Every betrayal begins with trust. And so as Jesus was on his way to the cross, as he was on his way to the cross, the Bible says, Now, I'm talking the Bible that these chief priests that we've been talking about all week and these teachers of the law got to the point where they were so angry at Jesus because of his influence. And we talked about that earlier this week. I think we talked about that on Monday. They were so angry about his influence, about how he made people feel important. It it was it offended them so much. That they plotted, they were trying to find a way to kill him. They were secretly plotting his death. There are some people, I'm telling you, these are people that you trust. I'm not talking about your enemies. I'm talking about people that you trust. Because remember, betrayal begins with trust. There are people who are angry and upset and feel some type of way about the influence that you have, about the prosperity that you walk in, about the success that you're experiencing, about the way that your life is going, that they secretly plot to destroy you. So when people secretly, tr- when people are trying and have an intention in their heart to destroy you, they don't go to your enemies. Oh my God. When people seek to destroy you, they don't go to people that you don't associate with. When people have the very intent in their hearts to scandalize your name, to destroy your reputation, to um, try to bring you down or try to hinder what's going on in your life, what they do is they find somebody in your circle that they can infiltrate that will be crazy enough that will be thirsty enough that will be dirty enough that'll be nasty enough that'll be trifling enough to sell you out i'm talking while i'm talking so you you, listen it's better oh my god i don't want to go there i don't want to go there just yet but you that's how it happens they don't go at your enemies they go with people in your circle Mm mm-hmm they got the people in your circle that's always talking good about you, that's always with you, that's, that's close to you, that you have trust in, that you have faith in, that you have confidence in, that you rely on them for whatever. They infiltrate the circle. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm telling you, this is why people feel the way they feel after they've been betrayed. I don't feel like this because I'm just mad. I'm an angry black woman or whatever. I'm an angry man or I'm an angry woman. It's somebody close to you. So whenever you know that the prophecy on your life has to be fulfilled, you got to guard your hearts, not from your enemies. Good God Almighty. But you have to guard your hearts from your friends. Because these are the ones... These are the ones that will betray you and hurt you the most. These are the ones. hmm, If I had to kind of go into a Bible term, these are they that you have to look for. It's not that you expect it, but you have to anticipate it. Because that's the only way now we can be betrayed. That's the the, the only way you can use the term betrayal or you can use the term sellout. It has to begin with someone you trust. And so what happened was the Bible said Satan entered into Judas. And Judas leaves and he goes and talks with these same people that want to betray Jesus. So he goes and he says, how can I help you betray him because I know how to do it? You want to know how he knows how to do? it? Because Judas knew where and when Jesus prayed. Jesus, uh, Judas knew how he moved. Judas knew, um, you know, where he was going to be and when he was going to be there. See, a lot of times the devil can't get to you without him. Somebody telling him where you are. See, only your friends know your places of vulnerability, girl, watch yourself. Girl, watch yourself. Girl, watch it. Oh, move through here, girl. Move through here. Only people that you trust know your vulnerabilities. You don't share your vulnerabilities and you don't share your weaknesses and you don't share your intimate time. You don't share what, what those times are with your enemies. Only your friends, only people that you trust, only people that you respect know your vulnerabilities. Only the people, oh my God, only the people that, that you believe in do you tell what, what you struggle with. Do you tell, you know, when you're going to be at your most vulnerable? Ooh, God Almighty. So Judas is saying, listen, I can tell you where he at. So they offered to pay him money, and Judas agreed to it and started looking for a good chance. Whew. Listen, but the Bible says Judas was smart. Judas had sense. He started looking for a good chance to hand Jesus over to them without the people knowing about it. Oh, because because you can't betray me around my people. Oh my God! You can't see people. This is. People, when they betray you, they do it in secret. Oh, my God. They don't do it out in the open around people that other people that are close to you, around other people that you believe in, around other people that you have a inf- positive influence in their lives. They don't betray you in the public. They betray you in secret because they know that if they did it in public, Lord, have mercy. You got people that have defend you. You have people that have come to your rescue. You will have people that have shut that thing down. You will have people that say, uh-uh, devil. No, 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 no. Tell the truth about it. Who are you? What's going on with you? They'll, they'll put them back in their place. So Judas was smart. Now, he was dumb, but he was smart. He was dumb, but he was smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 he, 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 he was dumb, but he was smart, <laughs> he was dumb, but he was smart, so, so, listen to this, selling out means that you also try to compromise a person's integrity, selling out means you try to compromise a person's authenticity, That's what happens when you're also a sellout. When people betray you, it it means compromising their integrity, their morality, their authenticity, right? Jesus sits down, listen, at the table for the Last Supper. Watch me while I talk. Sits down at the Last Supper. And guess who shows up for lunch? (laughs) Oh, my God. And Jesus says, listen, listen, he he shares this, he shares, he shares this among the people. He sit down and he eat with them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I didn't even see what time it is. He said, but look, the one who betrays me is here at the table. They started asking among themselves who it was going to be. He said, one of you got to be somebody I trust. Y'all are the ones I take with me everywhere. Y'all are the ones that are with me. You know my coming and my going. You know my strengths and my weaknesses. You saw me at my lowest when I've been tempted. You saw how I've been treated. But it's going to be one of you at this lunch table that's going to betray me. I got to get out of here. Let me close by saying this. It's This is our closing quote for the day. It's better to have an enemy who slaps you in the face than a friend who stabs you in the back. It's better to have an enemy who slaps you in the face than a friend who stabs you in the back. Listen, beautiful people. Listen, beautiful people. On your journey, you are going to have people that you trust who will betray you. You're going to have people to betray you. You're going to have people. To come against you, people who sell out, who will sell you out for food, for pleasure, and for money. But I want you to remember your, remember this from the morning shift. Remember this. Just because you know it's going to happen, don't lessen the effect when it happens. Doesn't lessen the effect. You're still going to be hurt because of somebody you trust. However, you got to keep moving. You got to keep going. Got to keep pushing. So always remember this, people hurt like they hurt because that hurt came from somebody that they trust.